It was Christian Sanfield who was singing. Yeah, yes. with, the, with the guitar, right? Yes, it okay. was just him on stage. Yes. It was only a spotlight on on that moment. And it went from high moment, high intensity to lowly and only with the spirit right there. And it was that was showing that you don't need all of the, you don't need all of the theatrics. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's a big event, but we just need the word Amen. in that moment. Amen. And it was just one of those like, oh. I was sitting in there, I was like reading Revelation 5 and how it mirrors what's happening. Like I, I was referring to the third day, you know, like everyone was singing, singing the Agnes Day and I was just like, dude, 55,000 people singing, holy is the Lord God Almighty, worthy is the Lamb in unified, in unison. Like that's a, that, that, that's what heaven's gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like, always just so cool. Just like look, looking around and mm-hmm. I just seeing people worship and then they're journaling. God's, God's giving them a word on something or whatever. Welcome to the Catch Up Podcast, where Christian friends come together to catch up and explore God-centered conversations. Our goal is to inspire, share stories, and deepen our faith in light of the gospel. Without further ado, let's journey together in this week's episode of the Catch Up Podcast. Thank you all for joining in on the Catch Up Podcast. I'm here today with my other co-hosts, Michael. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? (laughs) And my other co-host, Mark. Hello there, everybody. Oh, hello there. (laughs) (laughs) General Kenobi. General Kenobi. We're nerds. Anyway, how are y'all doing? Are we alive? We are alive. Guys, we're alive. Uh, We are hanging by a thread. But Mm. what a freaking trip, guys. For for those who didn't listen to the last podcast, uh, we told y'all we were leaving on Passion 2024 to go to Atlanta, take a little crew down there and Mm -hmm. see what it's all about. And we're here to give you guys a little bit of a recap. Um, Mark, you know, and you want to add anything to, before we get started, you know, we want to add anything. To do what? To what I just said, bro. I, I mean, like no, it's just, I mean, conference. it was just an amazing time, you know, spending time with community and, you know, um, spending time with Michael's family. That's a, you know, shout out to Michael and Anae. Shout um, They're an amazing group of, of people that I would say right now, like you know, just knowing them for the last few days, uh, I'm like, man, like as, at a young age, I, I kind of look up to them, like, you mm-hmm. know, being vocal about their faith and just, you know, and yeah, I'm just very proud of them. Yeah, they're inspiring to me as well. It was, mm-hmm. it's been really cool. Um, the, the the idea back in August, whenever I told them, I was like, "Hey, you guys want to go to Passion with our group?" <laughs> and uh, it ended up working out. We had some people kind of fall through, but then mm-hmm. we also had some people, "Hey, like I want to be there," and they got to come with us, and it was a really yeah. cool moment. It was really cool. It was a it was a first trip outside of a ski trip that I've been on with them. Mm. Um, and it was just, it was, it was surreal, you know, mm-hmm. Anae speaks with power and Michael speaks with genuine wisdom and it was really cool. It was a good moment. Very cool weekend with them. And yeah. so, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive straight in. Um, I'd like for us to kind of kick off with passion conference. Man. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, it's hard to put what you experience there in words. Oh, yeah. um, so we're going to do the best we can, <laughs> um, but I will, let's open up in the word. Everybody turn to Isaiah 26, verse 8. Andy, you sound like a real pastor there. Bro. <laughs> bro, chill, bro, chill, bro. <laughs> uh, so Isaiah 26, verse 8. Yes, Lord, we wait for you in the path of your judgments. Our desire is for your name and your renown. Amen. 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 
Let me tell you, man, that is Passion's uh, statement verse. Yeah. That is their their mission statement for Pat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Was that NIV? Mm-hmm. That is CSB. Oh, that's CSB. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's, see, let's hear it in. Let's hear it in some different translations. I love it. Actually, hearing. yeah. Uh, so for ESV, it says, "In the path of your judgments, O Lord, we wait for you. Your name and rem- and remembrance are the desire of our soul." Mm. Joe, what Tough, translation bro. are you in, bro? You got ESV. ESV. ESV? Oh man, bro, okay. what a weirdo. <laughs> Not just <laughs> um, yeah, man. I really want to kind of kick off and ask you guys, you know, what was, I guess, let's just go and hit it as a broad statement, then we'll narrow it down mm-hmm. as we go a little bit further in. Um, what was our favorite moment um, for the conference? Let's start with you, Joe. Man, I don't know. It's like, and by the way, just so you know, like it was, it was a, but like one half day, then a full day and then another half day. So yes. three, three days total. Thir- Thursday, the day we were on, it was, we got there about 7.30, right? Right. Yeah. And, and then, or wait, was it earlier? Was it, it was earlier than that. So it was, it was earlier than that. And then it went till midnight that night. So like, mm-hmm. it was literally the all entire day, day long. all day Three. There was a. There, it was. Was it three speakers or four speakers that day? Oh, uh, I can look. Oh man, it was good. two speakers. It was. Yeah. A, it was Sadie and Ben. Sadie and Ben Stewart. Yeah. 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 Oh no, for uh, for Thursday. Thursday oh, was yeah. we had started with John Pacluda. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah started with John Pacluda. Then we went down to Levi. Levi Lusco. Lusco. Shout out Levi Earl McClinton. Yeah, McClinton. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> right, man, I love that guy. And then Louis Giglio. Yeah. And then. We went into late night, which mm. had one of the craziest oh my worship gosh. sets yes. I've ever been a part of with Brandon Lake and yeah. um, Phil Wickham. That was awesome. Yeah. But then we finished on Friday yeah. with Christine Kane. Christine Kane, yeah. Man, let me tell you, man. Ooh, God, yeah. Oh, just powerful. <laughs> For like a last day, that was, mm-hmm. you know, okay, I'm glad you, because I was going to say it's, it was so hard because there were so many, Louis Giglio and Christine Kane definitely like struck out to me like the most i think christine kane that was probably for a last day like it was just one session so it started the, the event started at 10 o'clock and then it, around uh noon so it was just about two two hours compared to the other um so it, like i didn't i was i didn't know what i was expecting i thought it would just kind of be like a quick wrap up and like everyone you know kind of say goodbye that sort of thing but no they they really hit it off on a high note with worship that was probably yeah. like even though thursday had the most worship that was my favorite worship part actually mm. like and then christine kane she was uh bringing the verse of uh having new, the the new wine skin stuff stuff like that and i just i appreciated her they were they were very they gave hope they were also realistic in in this conference and the things they spoke mm. about because she was like y'all are gonna go home and more than likely you're going back to the exact same situation yeah. and like you know and and but it's not about god delivering you from that he 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 will but it's but until that point he's going to be that god through through that yep. you yeah. know and so no i would say that's definitely definitely yeah. a high point so day three was your day, day th- Day, day three was my day. Day three. day day two. I was it day was just, three or day two for you. Let me ask you. I think I just messed up on that. No, one. you're good. I think it was honestly. Dang, I don't know. That's I would say day three because like okay. it was like yeah I could yeah I, I might speak on it later but like there was Sounds I had good. different event like yeah experiences it was high as the entire time. dude it was just oh my god yeah just very crazy man yeah man. Mark, Mark, what about you, baby? I would say probably day three was yeah. my my favorite. I mean, day don't get me wrong, day one and day two were amazing, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. but like, I would say day three is the day where like I actually felt the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, especially the moment um, the Agnes Day. So the Agnes Day was the part when we were all singing, mm-hmm. "Holy, worthy is the Lamb." Mm-hmm. 
And that was like the that lasted for about like what ten minutes. Yeah, fifteen to 12, ten minutes. F- right yes, there, dude. And oh my goodness, that was for me. It was like the man. highlight. Goosebumps. We're not even on the floor. Yeah, you know. And that's like for me, it's like well, that's when you know it's real. Is that you? It's not manufactured. It's just, it's like it's the Holy Spirit actively working. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna say like, um, Kristen Kane like literally like spoke fire that yeah. day. And because I. <laughs> Uh, Danelle's gonna be testi- uh, testifying to this, and Bella, because I told them like, ah, oh, I don't think I'm, I should go to third, uh, the third day, because uh, I'm not a really big fan of like Kristen Kane, uh, Kristen Kane's preaching. And then I don't know, the spirit was just like saying like, you know, it's not about your preference. Yeah, mm-hmm. receive yep. what you can receive. And I'm That's so awesome. glad I listened to the spirit, and I was just like went there, and I was just like, man, I was like. This is actually so needed. Yeah. It's so fire. But don't get me wrong. All the speakers were amazing. Um, Sadie, I love, dude. That's my first time like hearing Sadie Robertson like was just on point. Very mm-hmm. like yep. straightforward. She is speaking facts about the Bible. Ben Stewart, mm. dude, top notch. But um, I think we're going to talk about that later on. But like, I'm just going to say like all the speakers were amazing. But Kristen Kane's message of new wineskin old mm-hmm. wineskin and perseverance is one of i would say the highlights so yeah. i would say like third the third day was my favorite out of all of them yeah but yeah man. how about you michael well shoot man i i'm gonna go ahead and say it day two was no, my day yeah. mm. i love day two we started off with just a, a a word that just that cut at your heart yeah uh, with john pacluda yeah and i'm I've, I've listened to very little of john pacluda prior to going to passion and it was just this like, dang, like there's only one way. There's only one true king. Mm-hmm. And obviously we've known that, but man, he brought it with this authority. He brought it with tying it to his own life and how he used to, you know, dabble with things in the world and being worldly rather than being of God, you know, and walking with him. And that that hit pretty hard um, mm-hmm. for me and just for a lot. I know a lot of people around me as well. But I will say that there were some very high moments in worship, <laughs> man. Like KB, man. KB was oh, crazy. God. Honestly, and I told you guys this, I wasn't looking forward to KB. Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty hot topic because KB is like the hype man, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I went into it with kind of low expectations for KB because he didn't really, last time it was just like echoes of his voice. It wasn't mm. like, it wasn't like a that it wasn't yeah, there, right. you know but man he kicked off man yeah. and i was like bro what is happening right now i put because i had some food in my hand i was like do i even want to eat this right now like, <laughs> like i mean literally you know we started doing church clap like Dude, yeah. Yeah. Doing, it was literally oh, like a giant like not a rager but it was yeah. a christian rager it was a christian yeah. rager. <laughs> no drugs no drugs, <laughs> no drugs. Um, but the, it was just one of these like it was encouraging to see everybody mm. around me just i mean full oh. of just energy and, and excitement and yeah. fire in that moment whenever he would swing his jacket around and oh, slam it on up. the ground and then you had to lose it man that mm-hmm. was that was awesome i think that was a pretty high moment in worship but honestly the very opening song mm-hmm. we kicked off everybody had the countdown at the very beginning i was on day one but that those two moments kb and then the very kickoff for me is it was humbling mm-hmm. because you go in with high energy. Everybody's ecstatic. What are we going to hear first? We're going to hear first. You see Brandon like run up on the stage and he's like, praise, bro. Like we start singing praise. And that song, I mean, that gave me goosebumps Mm. just to hear the entire crowd, 55,000 take over a stadium and like genuinely like it gave me goosebumps. Mm. And 
I mean, I'm still getting goosebumps about it right now. Like, <laughs> about it. like, but then what was really cool is that they took away all the lights. They took away all of the smoke machines. They took yeah. away all of the, the, the loudness and stripped it down just to simply singing a mm-hmm. worship song. And I don't remember what song it was, but it was, it was, Christian, just, it, was it Christian Stanfield that was singing? It was Christian Stanfield that was singing. Yeah, yes. with, the, with the guitar, right? Yes, okay. It was just him on stage. Yes. It was only a spotlight on on that moment. Yeah. And it went from high moment, high intensity to lowly and only with the spirit mm. right there. And it was that was showing that you don't need all of the, you don't need all of the theatrics. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's a big event, but we just need the word Amen. in that Amen. moment. Amen. And it was just one of those like, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So yeah, I had a lot of high moments, a lot of just real, I, I know I'm kind of rambling now, but <laughs> like, it's just one of those things of like, I can't shut up about it. Mm-hmm. And it was just exciting the entire time. So yeah, that was mine. So I really, day two yeah. hit for me, but that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The worship all around was amazing. But yeah, dude. speakers yeah. for me that stuck out were John Pacluda. Mm-hmm. I love Ben Stewart. Ben Stewart is like one of my homies. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> one of your homies. Hit him up once in a while. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah. So it was just a John Pacluda and then Christine. In that moment at the very, very end where we were just singing over, it was, there was no music. It was just yeah. us. It was oh, awesome. Man. That's true. Resting like peace of the spirit, yep. just like mm. setting, uh, like again, like 55. Like, I, and it was just, it's just, it was just so crazy that that many people were there for that reason. Mm-hmm. You're looking around, everybody is genuinely wor- worshiping, mm-hmm. you know, and like it was just, I don't know, it was. And then the fact that I still can't believe the tickets were sold out, so it's like, how many more other young, young girls? I mean, you know, you, like you said, like mm-hmm. there were people that were gonna go on with us, but mm-hmm. weren't able to. It's like, it's just so more, much more encouraging that there's yep. even more people out well, there. Well, what was also encouraging is is that the amount of like the representation that was there mm-hmm. um a hundred and how many countries 100 and oh. like 110 110 countries or mm-hmm. something that yeah, number yeah. no quotas um, <laughs> were represented there but it was encouraging to also see there's 1600 different universities that were mm-hmm. represented there and then on top of that just i mean you know you see the division amongst the church body yeah yeah but you're in that moment and everybody's there together no i did facts it's like, not whether you're Baptist or whether you're mm-hmm. non-denom or whether you're Church of Christ or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like that, none of that matters. Yeah, dude. You're there in that moment and you're singing your lungs out. Amen. I mean, my voice was gone. <laughs> Mark's voice was tragic. <laughs> Joe, on the other hand, an angel. <laughs> <laughs> when they asked me to go on stage, I was like, no, nah, man, I'll just, I'll yeah, just, yeah, uh, just humble, like, you know? Just, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, just... Just to feel that that it's unified in that moment, mm-hmm. it was just, gosh. yeah, it's all inspiring. Like what Michael was saying, dude. Like, oh man, you you hit it right on. Because I was sitting there, I was like reading Revelation five and how it mirrors what's happening. Like I, I was referring to the third day, you know, like everyone was singing, singing the Agnes Day, and I was just like, dude, like scriptures is real, man. Like yep. the Bible is real. Like I can see it with my eyes from from uh, from the pages of paper to real like with my eyes and seeing that dude like you know like this is what matters yeah you know like it doesn't matter what denomination you're in or even like what age you are mm-hmm. you know everyone fifty-five thousand people singing holy is the lord god almighty worthy is the lamb in unified in unison like that's a that's how i would say that's what heaven's gonna be that, that, that's what heaven's gonna look like mm-hmm. you know um regardless of your denomination you're gonna sing holy is the lord everyone just like man it's very powerful i was telling that to my mom and when i was describing those things to my mom and she was watching the video 
Dude, she was like, she was like tearing it up. And she was like, man, this is, this is actually powerful. I was like, yes. Imagine if you're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah videos, videos only do it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, but you're there. You know, photo ever to give it justice, yeah. man. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, dude. It's great. Joe? Man, man. Dude, I don't know. I mean, so I, I guess like, you know, and talk, talking about just worship, all those things, like what, I mean, that in that time, it's such a, um, I think it was like, always just so cool. Just like look, looking around and mm-hmm. not just seeing people worship and then they're journaling, you know, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're God's, God's giving them a word on something or whatever, you know, what are, what are some things that like, you know, like you, you had said the, the Re- revelation, you know, scripture, yeah, revelation yeah. Five, yeah. and it's like, yeah, the scripture. So was there anything else that like of note that I don't know, just the Lord was like speaking to you that like, you don't oh, want yeah. to tell anyone listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, man. I will say it was right after John Pacluda went out there. Okay. Uh, we went in back to a moment of worship. Um, he God gave me a word. Yeah. And I'm gonna share that with you guys. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of context. Last year at Passion in Dallas, I received a word, and it was very similar to this word I received this year as well, mm. which is really crazy, but it was a little different. Uh, last year I received a word that I would be learning a lot. I'd be growing, but obviously, you know, you're, you know, you're going to grow every year. Yeah. So what caught me off guard about last year's word was that the Lord told me that, Hey, you're going to learn through pain and anguish this year. Mm-hmm. And that was all of 2023. And man, was he right? But the word kind of scared me at first, but then I had to change my heart position on it. And it actually motivated me to get through mm-hmm. the things rather than go around the things. That's good. You know? Yeah. And so that word came to pass. I learned, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about other people um, through pain and anguish. It hurt, yeah. you know? Um, but at the same time, like we talked about on the last podcast, you know, I got to learn by telling people no. I got to learn by telling myself no at times, you know? Um, and getting to grow in that was really, really powerful for me through 2023. But moving into 2024, the word that he gave me was very similar to the one last year that I would be learning, but not through pain and anguish. And mm-hmm. he said that there's a banner of freedom yeah, uh, from the bondage of lust, from the bondage of anger and sexual mm-hmm. sin. Um, and then on top of that, he said, you're going to learn through victory and triumph. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that caught me off guard because yeah. <laughs> I'm usually like really critical of the words that, you know, I receive, whether yeah. that's from some other, somebody else or mm-hmm. like I test what God has me write down. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's how I hear his voice and I just write what he says. And he said that victory and triumph will be the, num- would be the words for my year. Let's go. And I was like, that's insane mm. because that's, that's never been really, I've never felt that or, or I wanted to say that. <laughs> because I know that things get hard, you know? And for me, that's not of me saying that for sure. <laughs> I know that's not of me saying that because I wouldn't say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that's got to be from God. And so that's part of the word that I got. But he also really poured into my life that, um, and I talked about it a little bit last podcast as well, but is it how you do anything is how you'll do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, Michael, this year we're going to bolster up your spiritual heart. That's We're going to strengthen that together. I'm going to walk you through it together. Um, really. And then the final thing that he said to me in that moment, that little moment, uh, he said, sanctification starts with humbleness. Mm. So lay down your crown. You and it, what was absolutely insane is that was it, it was a Friday, Friday night. 
we had a little recap while we were there as well uh, with everybody we took. We took 12 people on this trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom, my dad, um, J.R. Contreras and Danil. Mm-hmm. And then Bella and then Addison Stanley and um, my cousins, Michael and Anae. And then you guys. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, man, we sat there and we were planning on doing the the talk around... 6.30. Anybody, all of us fell asleep. <laughs> we, all fell asleep. Uh, we got back from the, the stadium around 1 and then we're talking in the living room. Next thing I know, one person went to the room to go to sleep and then everybody was asleep. Um, 7.30 pulls around. <laughs> and so we eat dinner. My mom's birthday. We celebrate her birthday over there. Shout out, mom. Um, but we sit there and we thought the conversation was going to just be like, oh, this is what I, this is what stood out to me. Cool. We planned on it maybe being an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad and I talked about it, how we were kind of wanting the night to go and see where the spirit leads us. But man, we had a gift in store right there. Yeah. Because we sat there for about four hours. That was four hours? Around four hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we started it around, maybe it was probably three, it was probably three hours. But either way, that time of being able to open up my, you know, having the Contreras's pour into our lives and then my parents also pour into our group as well. And then it just became, let's just go around the table. Mm. And the word that my dad actually gave, he gave everybody a word, which is really powerful. Oh, yeah. And it was spot on. Very spot on. It was insane. Everybody got a confirmation in that moment for the word that he had given us, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool. Um, but the word he gave me was leader. Mm. And I had wrote down, sanctification starts with humbleness the two days prior to our talk and what was insane is that my cousin michael he had had a word for me since the very beginning he's like bro i just haven't had the right time to tell you and in that moment he was like hey i need you to stop talking michael (laughs) this is michael to michael now you know but uh he was like michael i have a word for you and i've been wanting to tell you for a while but he says that you need to be go into leadership with humility and being humble in the moments and man Talk about confirmation, man. Like that that moment allowed for me to kind of lay down, mm-hmm. kind of just be vulnerable. And it opened up the door to me actually pouring into other people around us while we were at the table. And it, it let me reflect on the past year um, and how God has opened the door, you know, to being on staff at the way, yeah. to being able to lead people in small groups, being able to lead small discussions, being able to lead Bree, you know, like that, it just, it, made me really get emotional um, because I live it. I don't see it. (laughs) If that makes any sense. I don't Mm -hmm. see it from the outside. I just live it. And there's times where I'll have doubts about myself. Am I doing what God is telling me to do? And then I hear it from you guys. I hear it from my parents. I hear it from people who are, I have no tie to me. Mm. And it's just confirmation after confirmation. So that was my word. And he gave me, he gave me a lot while we were sitting there, but, it was just a powerful, powerful time. So, Dude, Jojo, what about good, you, brother? Man, dude, no, that was all good, man. And the, I'm just, I'm just so happy for you and like the Lord and what, just in your heart, man. And, and dude, and thank, thank you again just for your, your dad, like that he would like all like the word that he was saying there, man. Like I remember seeing it hit, hit you, Mark and, and Michael, man, dude. And mm-hmm. Like it was just awesome, dude. Yeah, your dad was right on about everything. <laughs> I was like, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, but man, honestly. Um, I'm not, 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 uh, like, like as far as like the, you know, I, I think back to like what you, your 
dad get a word for for me and like on obedience you know and because it was really because really like it was hard i'm not gonna lie second day was hard because it was just like there was a lot i feel like i had bottled up and just like frustrations in my life and and where like i it's you know god's god's been placing me in, in areas of my life where uh it's they're good places but it's also places that i thought would have been i would have been done there by now you yeah. know stuff like that and and so it was just uh i felt like i was crying out to the lord but it, it put stuff in perspective and convicted me and and just and getting back into wor- worshiping him you know and so i think it really it just they're like this can this continues to go through like of where like my goal of like just staying diligent you know yeah. and just doing what the god's called 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 me to do this year you know yeah. and but that's good, man. So, you know, I think that while we were there, I think God definitely revealed some things to you, yeah. um, you know, and he also revealed some big things to me and Mark as well. Mm-hmm. I think that Joe, you know, while I was there with you, you know, also the car ride up there was amazing. Us oh, three were in do. the car and I think that it was a, it was, I think that it was an, un, it was an unplanned intentional moment. <laughs> um we sat there and we're talking about whether, you know, we're talking about your life, Joe. We were talking about, you know, the exam. We were talking about career wise. We were talking about you and I were talking about potentially working together. And, oh, dude. Which is and, cool. you know, in that moment, you know, it was very, very exciting. Yeah. Um, but I got to watch you guys on the car rides up there um, the morning that we flew out to Dallas or flew out from Dallas to go to Atlanta. Um, that. I was dead tired, but I, uh, <laughs> I could just see the eager anticipation from Joe and mm-hmm. just cause it was one, you know, it was his first time and, um, that, that excitement, it was just, I mean, that's hard for me to explain. It was like, just there. You can totally see it from. You saw it every yeah. morning whenever he would jump out of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of those things, but it was, it was that childlike faith that, yeah. It, it encouraged me. It encouraged my dad, um, encouraged Jr. And in that time, like I got to see Joe and I got to see Mark. Obviously I've known them for a couple of years now, but I feel like I've known you guys my whole life. Sorry, and dude. what's been really it's cool crazy. about that moment was that I just got to watch and just bear witness to my brothers get to grow together. Yeah. And it just put me in this moment of like, all right, God. This is where I need to be. Mm. And so thank you, Joe, for being who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And Mark, you know, always challenging me and always pushing me and always praying for us. Thank you for that, man. So, you know, now it's your turn. Yeah, Yeah, but first and foremost, I want to say like, you know, to Joe's like, I was telling him like, you know, like I think it was, it was the second night. Uh, I can't remember when it was, but it was, it was along the trip. I was telling him, I was like, you know, he's, I think it was the third day. I think I was telling him like, you know, you're so convicting of like, you know, how you uh, just serve people and like, you know, just like, you know, like when we said, oh, Mark, you know, I look up to you. I was like, no, dude, I look up to you, bro. I was like, what the heck? Um, you know, there are times where like, I know, um, you're just very vibrant. You're just so radiant, dude. And how you love people and your joy, um, especially in the hard times that you were you were in, bro. Like, you know, um, it's hard to, you know, find yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, man, like this happened again. But you're still finding your joy in the Lord yes, sir. and you have no idea how encouraging that is, mm-hmm. you know? You, so I just want to, I just want to tell you that, bro. Dude, no, thank you, man. Thank thank you both dudes. Cause like, I like any, any joy I have is like, it's predicated by the experiences I have with the Lord and y'all are always a part of that. And, um, 
the diligence y'all have is just super convicting the word and just i don't know i appreciate you guys love you buddy yeah, love, love you dude yeah bro but um bro in them dance moves bro for real let's go <laughs> the, way, the what the dance moves on whenever we were doing whenever we were kb bro. oh dude oh bro, like, he dude. was the hype man Martin. it was kb on stage but it was joe on joe the floor you see him do a church clip oh my god dude, dude. bro it was dancing like a two by four nails it bro <laughs> Oh yeah, um, running into people, you know, hitting people. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, dude, Good thing so we were at a Christian cool. conference. You know, oh, any other conference, you probably been knocked out. But. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I, I thought awesome. about that after. I was like, I did. We got it all on video. Don't worry. Perfect. Um, okay. <laughs> so, Marky Mark, what's up? Yes. Um, yeah, what dude. was something that stood out to you, and, and what word did God give you while you were there? Uh, well, first, first, um, what stood out to me was like, I think in the second day I was like worshiping and, and, and Carrie Job and Cody Connors went upstage oh, yeah. and, uh, they were singing a song, Holy Forever, man. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I was like, this is my favorite song. This is my mom, my mom and I, my mom and I's favorite song. And in the midst of the song, like I was just like drawn to my knees and I was sitting, I, <laughs> as I was, I was kneeling down, I've kind of like had this Isaiah chapter six, um, kind of experience where in like. I was kneeling down. I was, I was being told about the holiness of God and how great God is, and I was just there kneeling down. I was like, I was be. I don't know if it's the Lord telling me, but I was kind of. It's the Lord putting in my heart where it's like, I'm being associated with the dirt on the floor, mm. and it's how like God, you know, formed man from from the ground. It's like, hey, you're dirty. You know, that's who you are. But. Because when you stand into the presence of the holy God, all you can do is like, whoa, what was me? I'm a sinner. I'm dirty. You know, I'm broken. But but at the same time, God is so gracious because he was like, remember what I did on the cross for you. And dude, I was just bawling because I'm like, man, like if I couldn't stand near the presence of a holy God and he did that for me, that's how much he loves me. Mm-hmm. And because throughout the past year, like there's some, there's some struggles about like pride and abiding, but the majority... I was the issue that I had in the past year was to, um, was this image of like being a perfect, like Christian, you know, being, I, I, like I said, in the, in the last podcast, it's like, I kind of put in this, um, mask of like, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be this mature Christian. You know, yeah. I want people to look up to me and I always tried to be a perfectionist. And, mm-hmm. and at that moment, you know, in the, in, in when, we, when we were worshiping, I was just like, no. Mm-hmm. We are, I am not perfect. I'm far from perfect, as a matter yeah. of fact. But God is. Um, but um, but one thing that after that, I would say, when we were gathering in the table and your dad was giving the word, and he said that his word for me was faith. God's word for me mm-hmm. is faithfulness. Yeah. Faithful. I just bawled my eyes out because um, last semester during the fall, I that's the thing that's being keep kept bring brought up, brought up to me, not just by by the word of God, not just by the people around me, but, but, but my mentors as well. Cause I'm, I'm going to this residency, this internship thing. And I'm just like, man, how could I execute this perfectly? Mm-hmm. And one of my mentors walked up to me and he, I opened up to him about it. And he said, well, I don't, we don't expect you to be perfect. God expects you to be faithful. And when Renee said that, all of those things like came flooding back in. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and, um, I was just crying just because, you know, um, 
also I, I forgot to <laughs> include in the in the table like the, ta- uh, the table talk that we were having um michael your cousin mm-hmm. uh said something about like you know that we get so caught up about the things that we do that we forget who we are yeah and and that's the thing i was like man like i got so caught up on being a servant of christ right. being a leader that yeah. to the point that i forgot that no you are a child of god first and foremost yes you know um that he adopted you and that's something i'm like i have to discipline myself to remember because i like again quoting na na mm-hmm. like and he said like we have that tendency to forget you know but um like what uh, kristen king was saying you gotta remember always remember remember mm-hmm. remember remember but um but yeah dude i would say like th- those are the things that stuck out to me the most it's just man just you know be faithful yep. and remember what god did and but yeah that's awesome amazing, man. dude yeah shoot man i'm telling you man just some powerful, powerful moments while we were there. Yeah. So what I what I'd like to do next actually is to kind of dive in. Um, I have all my notes here. I know Mark has his. Joe was just reciting it on the phone. I'm extreme memories. Yeah. It was just downloading. Oh, just no, just downloading time. everything. He's still processing right now. Spinning <laughs> circle still going. Um, but well, let's just kind of go down the list, Mark. I'd like oh. to, you know, kind of talk about each speaker. Yeah. Um, something that was kind of impactful from you yeah. or for you um yeah. in that moment we'll start off with uh sadie rob mm. oh, sadie rob huff yes ah. uh, we about my bad my bad yeah um one you know years and years ago <laughs> um mark and i we went to the 2022 and we made the joke all the time like oh my gosh dude She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, she's not is. a joke. She's gorgeous. She is. She is. She is. is. Every Christian guy. We would sit there, man, and we were just sitting there, and we were like, "Oh yeah, I'm at Passion. I'm fine. I'm a wife." You're like, "No, bro. Like, <laughs> no, it's not why you're there, but like, it could be, you know." <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, like Sadie, a couple of years ago for me, it didn't hit as hard as mm. this year hit. Yeah. Um, and it's no offense. That's not a. That's not a jab at her. Mm. All it is is that. I wasn't expecting it to hit as hard as she did. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because of the, the position that I've been in this past year. I got people asking me, how do you know God's real? Mm. Why would God be real? Why would God send, uh, why would a loving father send his people to suffer? You know, yeah. like that kind of questions, those like hot topic conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she gave a perfect, perfect analogy um, at the very beginning mm. Um, I've actually actually never seen somebody recite the entire Bible in 15 minutes. Mm. Pretty much recite the entire Bible, but <laughs> they explained Genesis to Revelation oh, yeah. in in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that's impressive. Yeah, like not to her, but what God has done through her. Amen. Yeah, and I I found myself the the challenge, and you know, for those who are listening right now, you know, get a paper out, you draw an arrow going down. Mm. And it shows that God came, Jesus came into the earth, right? And then you draw a cross right next to that arrow, and it says that you know, He died on the cross for our sin, right? And then you draw a tomb with an open door, mm-hmm. um, and then three days—that's the three days that He stayed in there. Mm-hmm. And then He rose. You draw another arrow going up and to the right, but then you draw a bigger arrow, bigger arrow. Sorry pointing down and it says that he, but he's coming back Amen, and yeah. this is the gospel. Yeah. And 
that right there just blew me away. I've heard some really, really cool analogies of explaining the gospel to new believers or unbelievers, but that one, man, it just put me back. And it gave me a challenge for the years that I'll be doing that, reading the entire Bible. Yeah. Bree and I are going to sit together and do that together. Um, and I'm excited about that. And so that for me, that was hers. Uh, mm-hmm. That was something that was really big for me. Um, but it was just impactful to see how she went from all the way from Genesis and didn't miss anything didn't important miss at all. I mean, no. she went down Abraham, Isaac, and yeah, Jacob. She even talked she about the talk- exile of Israel. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but she also talked about how, the, was it her or was it somebody else that talked about how the word of God, the law was lost and then it was found. And then it that was, was her. her. It, it was, was her. her. Yeah. yeah. She was talking about how the word of God was lost and then was found by Isaiah. Hmm. Right. Was um, it Isaiah or who was it found by? Is it Hezekiah? Okay. Hezekiah. Yes. Yeah, something like that. One of those. You know what? Don't call me a my theology guy. Um, but that was just impactful to hear and how uh, how far the people of that time mm. had been away. Yeah. And how far they offer from the word of God. Mm. It was just awesome to watch. It was awesome to see her up there. <laughs> it's encouraging to see her up there. And mm. so, yeah. what about y'all from Sadie? Is there anything else that I didn't uh, say? I was going to say it's it's interesting hearing that from Sadie because mm-hmm. um, right now like I'm going through a curriculum in my church and we're going through like we call it biblical theology mm-hmm. and basically we study how like the entire Bible is a one unified mm-hmm. story of God redeeming his people yeah. from evil and when Sadie was talking about okay let's start in Genesis and mm-hmm. let's go to Revelation I was kind of nervous a little bit yeah. and when she, as she goes on I was like man yes mm-hmm. yes this is this is amazing coming from Sadie because like last year, you know, like like what you said, like it didn't hit yeah. as uh, as hard as it did this year. But uh, but her talking just about like how God's plan from the very beginning mm-hmm. has stayed consistent, no matter how much people or the devil try so hard to ruin God's plan, mm-hmm. it still came through. You know, didn't Sadie also like quote a Genesis fifty? When she says, like, you know, what 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 Joseph's uh, brothers um, did for evil, God meant for good, yep. you know? And and we see that throughout time. You know, we see, like, people, like, we see Babylon, we see the Roman Empire do all these evil stuff. But God meant all of the, those things for good. And I think yeah. um, it gives a lot of comfort that when you look at society today, like, man, I was like, oh, man, like, a lot of people are deceiving or making fun of Christianity and, like, they're ruining everything. I was like, no, like, then God's still... He has his hands in it regardless because mm-hmm. what they meant for evil, God meant for good. Yeah. So I love how Sadie kind of ties in all the Bible and remind us that, hey, you are in this story. You are in this um, movement that God is mm-hmm. doing. You're a part of that, you know? So when you when you doubt, is, is God real? Like all these things happening. It's like, no, look to the Bible, yeah. you know? So that's that's amazing for, for Sadie to 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 preach on yeah. and I was just going to say like hats off um, to Sadie and, and and how God worked in her yeah. through this whole preaching. So but yeah, yeah I'm going to add one more thing before we go to Joe. Um, the question, she actually asked us a question mm-hmm. and it actually reflected to when Josiah was king at mm-hmm. eight um, and then at, or yeah, Josiah was king at eight because all the kings before him were just terrible. Yeah. Like they actually killed him and then made him king at eight, which is crazy. Eight-year-old being a king. <laughs> but um, at 26, he had found the book of the law and realized that his people were so far gone 
from mm. and not even near the word of God, yeah, and the law of God. So it was, it was Josiah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so um, she asked this question, and it says, "How or sorry, has the value of the word become lost on your own soul?" Mm. Um, and then she gave us this, which is a gift. It is the discovery of the word. The discovery of the word brings revelation and intimacy. That's good. And it's it's it, it leads perfectly into what Ben was talking about coming up next. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that here in a minute. But Joe, I want to ask you, you know, what was something that was impactful from Sadie? Man, I think like honestly, just that you know, in like in, in talking, like in, in that that initial qu- qu- question, you know, she wait because it was uh, what was the question again? Has the value of the word become lost? Oh, or how do you know God's real? Was okay. the initial question? As I would say, that's what, okay. I thought okay, uh, so yeah, like how do, how do you know God God's real? And it's just that you know, it was funny when she was telling that story of how you know she was kind of she was kind of stumped, you mm-hmm. know, ever then she was like, okay, no, I'm gonna go to Louis Giglio and like see what see what he says, you know, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna tell him this person, and then Louis Giglio's answer was like. Like just the answer being the Bible, yeah. you know, just the text. Because you the know? Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, I, and I think it was just, I, it was just so, it's so, it's so weird. It's like, so it's very sobering to hear her answer and going yeah. through the entire of the Bible, even though, even though we know, we know it, even though, and but still more than likely, like, at least definitely for me, there's still like parts of my theo- theology where it's like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that story, mm-hmm. third story of Josiah or anything like that. And so it's like the going back to the basics and like laying a groundwork. It's like, no, this is what we believe. And this is the core of like, this is, this is what we've come. Cause like our, the body of Christ, it is a family and a lineage. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've been adopted into the body of Christ and now, now we're a part, part of it, like you're saying. And, uh, and so, and, and Jesus hasn't come back yet, and but we're in this middle portion, but um, I don't know. Yeah. Just, just kind of just really going back, going back to basics and it just encourages me and my faith. And then it's also just, it's just really cool to hear, like to know that people heard that probably for the very first time, yeah. you know? And so, but yeah. It's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. Cause it's easy for like, especially I, again, Sadie Robinson, Sadie, thank you so much. Cause it's easy for people to like see it's scriptures in the Bible's like, Oh, so this story happens here and this story happens here. Mm-hmm. And you, it's, it's easy for us to kind of see them. Like, it's like, it's, there's, they're disconnected, yeah. mm-hmm. but um, there's a reason why all why the Bible is consisted of sixty six books. Mm-hmm. All books compiled into one is because again they're one story right. about one person yeah. who 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 um, who redeems all people unified in one faith, mm-hmm. one faith, one baptism. So, but yeah, yeah, man, that was a very very powerful start, mm-hmm. and I know I you know fangirling all the girls out there <laughs> like oh my god it's Sadie like bro let's just see what she says first okay yeah. <laughs> uh, but man she hit she did a really she good does. job yeah. and awesome uh, so moving forward you know and honestly I think it was it's kind of crazy because I don't know this for sure mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure they, the speakers they don't like tell what their content's about no, no. they, 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 they go into it. it they go into it like raw mm-hmm. like it's like we'll see what the Holy spirit does. And man, these two are tied perfectly together and talking about the word, at least when it came to the word of God. So Ben Stewart opened up a Mark four and Matthew 13 talking about a farmer, how farmer went to sow seed. Mm, yeah. And then yeah. you got the four different soils and it's just awesome to see, um, you know, cause Mark, you know, you and I had given a sermon over this a couple oh, of yeah. years ago. 
uh, in our Bible study in our first, backyard. That was uh, our first yeah. one, actually. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, man, this is what it's a, it's a near and dear to my heart hearing it, especially from one of my favorite pastors out there, man, <laughs> Ben Stewart. Mm. Freaking love him, dude. Um, except he was an Aggie. What a weirdo. Um, but I think that hearing it again, and a lot of people kind of like, oh, oh, I heard it again. Mm. I mean, for crying out loud, I heard this two weeks ago sitting at a Bible study with you, Mark, from somebody mm, else. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I know this one. <laughs> and, but it was amazing to hear it because repetition gives importance. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you see it. I mean, you see the, 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 the triad, is that what it's called? Of holy, holy, holy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That gives emphasis to something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a lot of people will tune it out um, I've caught myself, um, back in my church, back in Lubbock in the morning, we'll have our IABC service. Right. Mm. And I'll sit there and I'll be like, okay, I've read this verse 200 times. Like, I, I don't want to hear it again. Mm. Um, but God's like, no, I'm gonna humble you right quick. And then <laughs> he's like, you know what? I'm going to teach you something new. I'm doing a new thing mm. with this right here, right now. Cause you could read the same verse every single day of the year and still get a different meaning every morning, Yeah, yeah. which yeah. that's how powerful the word of God is going back to what Sadie was saying. Amen. Yeah. But going back to what, Sin, or no, I'm sorry, what Ben Stewart was saying is his main key, my main key takeaway from him was the difference between the main, the soils was the, the people's reactions. Um, whenever Jesus went out onto the boat and started preaching these things, mm. a farmer went out to sow like, what the heck does that mean? And like Ben Stewart, <laughs> he makes amazing like parables for the parables. Like, yeah, for yeah. those who still don't get it, <laughs> he still makes you get it, you know, mm. like, and making it relatable um, to us being in the crowd. Yeah. Like, let's say we were there and Jesus was out in the boat. Mm. And what was really cool is he showed the difference between the people who would sit there and hear the word and then just leave it for what it is mm-hmm. and not accept it in their heart. Mm-hmm. And then there's also, that was cool. He flipped right to it. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I, I um, flipped through, <laughs> through my corner. It was just one flip. I was like, oh, wait. That's crazy. Anyway, um, uh, but the, he talked about, you know, how the first people would just leave it. And then the second people would press into the unknown things that they don't know. It was just, it was really cool to see the heart posture is what he was mainly talking mm-hmm. about. And how some people are hungry and there's some people who will see the food and not eat it. And that's just, it was a powerful, powerful message to hear the heart posture. That's true. That's what yeah. I took away and how you read, how you read and react to the word. It's good. It's good. What about y'all? Man, it was just, it was kind of like the verses like that. It's very, it's hard to hear because it's, you know, and then the gospel it's uh, when we preach the word, it's for everybody. Yeah. yeah. It is for everybody, but we have to know it's not going, not some people's hearts aren't, ready for that like i don't know if that's like is that like their Some own people's choice hearts just won't have it yeah. yeah and and it's and it's just it's so it's heartbreaking and also it makes me scared sometimes myself i'm like i'm like am i am i re-? like there when he was saying that it was funny because i was thinking on like i was like man i was like i don't feel like i don't feel like i'm like receiving like the word today you know yeah. and stuff and then he's kind of said that and i was like man it's just i don't know i think it's just uh 
Yes, like it's, it just kind of it, it make makes makes me makes me fearful, like of the Lord, like in a in a get good in a like in a good way, you know what I mean? And like I don't know, it's just kind of um, and it, I think it helps in in ministering. And like we've kind of talked about this, like with other people too, and like you know trying to help others where it's difficult because it's like you you try you try so hard, yeah, but it doesn't always it doesn't always like hit, and so it's just just being being patient with those people, you know? Yeah, so, but it's good, man. Yeah. I think what was cool is that he actually gave uh, an answer to all four soils yeah. that were there. The path being immediate rejection of the idea of the word. Yeah. The rocky ground being a later rejection of the word. The thorny ground being a distraction from devotion of the word. Um, so it's shallow, you know, it gets choked out. Mm-hmm. And it's like the death scrolling on your Instagram. Like it's, I mean, he called out a lot of different oh, things. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice. Um, and then the good soil was it changes you and it challenges you. Yeah. And I'm, so, yeah, I'm glad he addressed like the whole, like, you know, uh, what if someone falls away? You know, does that mean like, are they good soil? I was like, no, it's like they're a different type of soil, mm-hmm. you know? And again, like, and he, I think he clarified it towards the very end. Like if you're a Christian, you persevere in the faith, you know, like, you are the good soil because mm-hmm. you receive the word and you persevere. Um, but um, and I think it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know why I wrote this, but he said something in the middle of the story. I don't know he, how, how he ties it in, but he somehow Ben Stewart says, you know, um, he asked us like, you know, do we love the king or do we love what the kingdom will give you? And, um, and I think he's kind of challenging us about mm-hmm. like, you know, seek the kingdom of God, yeah. means yeah. seek into the word, um, yeah. and let the word shape you, you know? Um, and he says that, you know, we need a heart that is honestly seeking the secrets of the kingdom mm-hmm. because that's how, that's how you know that you are in the faith mm-hmm. is that if you're, wanting and desiring to like, cause he was referring to the disciples, you know, they were like, Oh, like, can you tell us something about that? You know, like, can you tell, can you tell us what the parables were? And I think like, you know, for, for us, you know, for Christians who have that zeal for, um, for, for God's word and to, 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 to know it and to seek his kingdom. I think that's evidence that we are in the good soil mm-hmm. because yeah. it seeks into our hearts. It's sunks into our lives. So I'm glad that he just talked about that. And I feel like I'm, you guys touched on like literally like I was how what I was gonna touch on so but but yeah thank you cool Adam go ahead oh, oh what about bring us into the next oh okay well the next the next uh, speaker that we're gonna be talking about is uh, JP what's up JP but yeah and man he um I I don't know if he named his sermon but mine I named it as exclusivity. Like it's uh, how there's only one way to truth, mm-hmm. you know, it's Jesus yeah. and how is very exclusive with that. So like, Ugh. so w- w- what is it about Jonathan Paclutus message that stood out to you guys the most? Um, Joe, do you want to go first? You want me to go? Man, I would say like just that, you know, like, and in, in, like when he was talking about, you know, he was, I really love his, his transparency, how open he is about his past, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. And I think that hearing that from somebody like him, he's like, like, you know, I, you know, we, we've all sinned and like, and, and it's funny, like in my own head, it's like, you know, stuff he's talking about, it's like, it's stuff that, you know, maybe, maybe a dream, dream of having that much money or, or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. not necessarily about having amount of money, but, um, but you know, uh, of seeing somebody who's, you know, they went full on that, the other side and they're like, I, they're like, I have seen, I have seen it every, every, everything, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but this is the only, this is the only, only, way, the only way, you yeah. know, and you don't have to do that through life experience. You can just accept, accept the truth. Um, 
but no, that's kind of initially right now, just kind of that, just that, like, even though he saw that other side, just that, that, like, acknowledging the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very powerful message. It, this one by far was my favorite. Heck yeah. I love Christine as well, but I, this one took it from me. <laughs> um, I think what really hit me, because I used to toil with this, because mm. uh, I would look at other religions and I would look at different cultures and I would look at it and I would hear it and I'd be like, why is it? Because this is prior to my walk. I would hear, well, why is it that there's so many different ones saying yeah. that they'll get you to heaven? And then I started looking into it. Every other religion points, actually, they cancel themselves out. Mm-hmm. They are like, yeah, yeah, there's our way, but Jesus is also another way to go. Mm-hmm. They point to Christianity mm-hmm. and they cancel themselves out. So, I mean, why why go with any other way? Other, go with, why go with anything else? Just go with him. This is the one way. Mm-hmm. I have it written down. Only one way to truth. Uh, he's, he, you know, John. John was talking about how we got to call out the lies of your little t truth, mm-hmm. and that freaking broke me <laughs> because there's little things that I'll catch in my my day to day, and my, you know, whether that's the music I'm listening to. Oh, this is okay. Uh, whether that's you know, hanging out with a, a different crowd that I know I don't need to be in. Um, or whether that's just, oh, you know what? I can read my Bible on Sunday mm. only. And I'll be great. Like, no, that's a little, <laughs> that's a little T truth that I gave myself that I thought was truth. Mm. And we have to stump those. And what I, you know, he, I have it written down big in my, my journal is that, um, you shall know the truth. It's in John 8. You shall know the truth and you shall be set free. Right. Mm. But it says big T truth stumps the little T lies. And that Jesus is the only way, the only way to the truth. He says, I am the truth, the way I'm the way the truth and the life. Mm. And also John broke that down while we were in there. And that, that was awesome for me because getting to hear that from somebody who went through it all Mm. and his testimony is powerful, man. Oh yeah. But he he gave a really cool little story about him and his daughter in Dubai. Or it was a Qatar. It was Qatar. Yeah. Um, and how they were in the airport. And they needed to get home, mm-hmm. right? And this is for those who are going out there and evangelizing. They hear the question, there's multiple ways, or is there multiple ways to get to, to heaven? And then this is the answer you give them. And mm-hmm. it was just powerful, man. There's only one way, right? And he talked about how, you know, they're there. His daughter's sick and, you know, he's, he's frantically searching how to get him and his daughter home, how to get home, how to get to heaven. Yeah. Right. And that's the, that's where he's going with this. Right. Um, and he's frantically going around and he finds a guy and he says, Oh, any of the gates will take you home. And he's like, are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, mm. That's not how this happens. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you need to get from Amarillo, Texas to London, England, mm-hmm. you're going to take a specific flight to get there. Mm-hmm. And let's say when you're in London, you need to get back home. Yeah. You're not going to go through A11 whenever you need to be in C18. Mm-hmm. Your ticket to get home takes you home. Amen. And that ticket is Jesus. Amen. And it talked about how there's specific gates. There's only one gate that's going to mm-hmm. get you home. Yeah. There's no other gate. There's mm-hmm. not three flights going to Amarillo, Texas. I promise you that. That's hard to get on one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what's cool about it is that not, it's a, he said it right here. Not only, I'm sorry, not all gates get you home. Only one gate gets you in. And that 
just was perfect for me. Yeah. Um, and how like there's, I mean, Jesus is the way to get home. Mm-hmm. He is the gate to go through and he's the truth that's going to get you in. Mm-hmm. And that was what really just freaking, and ugh, just spoke and yeah. freaking hit his, I mean, his points, uh, he went down, he, he broke down John 14, um, and he talked about, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and life. Mm-hmm. And that's Jesus' response to Thomas in that time. But what was really cool is that he, he's like the way, question mark. <laughs> uh, you know, Jesus answers how he is that. He's the only way mm-hmm. to get in. Then he went down to the truth, like I just talked about, and then the life that you get with him. It's just, it was just mm-hmm. a very powerful moment. That one just spoke volumes, volumes yeah. to me, man. Yeah. Especially because there's been times sitting across the table from college students in, in Lubbock and they'll ask me that question and I'm like, bro, I'm not knowledgeable on it. Mm. And that's the answer I'd give them. And that's, mm. that, that hurts me, you know, now, because I've always known that there's only one way to heaven. I've yeah. known it in my heart, but then I get hit with some questions that are like, they're pretty deep mm-hmm. and they could, they could have some valid points to them. Mm-hmm. But then I have to remind myself that no, no other religion is getting into the kingdom of heaven. No, yeah. No, that's true. Not Buddha, not any of the <laughs> other ones. Not I mean, there's some Catholicism that is off. Mm. Oh, that, yeah. That says, that, hey, this is how you get there. No, mm. that's not. No, yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, it's um, it's very humbling because um, the more you think about it, because like one of the reasons why people don't want to tell the truth is because oh I don't want to f- I don't, don't want to step on your toes man yeah like, I don't want to offend anybody it's I'll like break dude. your foot bro <laughs> <laughs> it's like the greatest offense that you can ever do to that person is that to make them think that they're heading to a right path when in reality in reality they're not yeah. you know um, there's a there's a there's a quote that um, or there's two quotes actually that that really um, that covers this it's like um, there's there's a quote that says truth without love is brutality and love without truth is hypocrisy you know like for you to say that oh yeah like you know Jesus is the only way to heaven mm-hmm. and for you to just leave it at that and not explain to them why and not explain to them like the importance of that yeah that's brutality, man. It's like you're not offering them like the gift and the love. Yeah. But when you say, okay, you know what? I'm going to compromise. I'm not going to change them. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm not going to challenge them and kind of show them the real path. It's yeah. like you were saying like, oh, you love them, but in reality, you're not. Yeah. Because if you love them, I think JP JP said that, you know, um, that for, for us to know that Jesus is the only way to heaven is loving mm-hmm. because it is true, you know? And um you know, to kind of add to what you were saying a second ago is that it's the truth in love. Yeah. And that's the love. way to go down, man. Yeah. Like, because it was, it was my back to Michael. Uh, <laughs> shout out Michael Quintana, you know, <laughs> in the film, in the film. <laughs> but uh, like he, he brought it up and he was like, you know, with him and a lot of, it's, it's ironic, actually the entire Quintana family, that's my mom's side of the family. Like that's, it's a very, it, an inherent trait that all of us have. <laughs> We're very blunt. Oh yeah. And we don't really say it with a lot of grace and love. Mm. We just tell it how it is. And it's a good thing at times. Yeah. But it's, it's bad at times. Yeah. Because there's no love to it. Mm-hmm. And he called himself out, but he also called out like my heart as well. Mm. And, and Anae and my mom and my dad at times too. You know, mm. it was just, it was just like, it, you have to, my dad's a really good walking a walking testimony of truth and love. Oh yeah, I didn't for sure. And did. so it's just one of those things of like it was just mm, truth and love is where we need to be walking in. Amen to that. Amen to that. And I I would just also want to add like um 
I, I I would disagree to a certain extent on how like, you know, that um, yes, Jesus is the only way, but we have to understand that religion, all religions, yes, it's true. There are, all of them are a way to God. But the question is, which one which one leads you to the kingdom of God? Which one leads you to a relationship? Yeah, because like in reality, like all, all religions leads to God because we're all going to be judged in the end. We have to understand that. All people under what kind of religion you're in, you're all going to be judged. The question is, are you going to be one of the sheeps or are you going to be one of the goats? And, right? Because it says in Revelation, he's going he's gonna to separate the sheep from the goats. Yeah. So... But yeah, all, all, I would say religion, all religions leads to God. The question is, where are you going? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, and it's the heart posture. It's the you heart know, posture. It talks yeah. about whether it's a religion or a relationship. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. No, and just, just, just to add, add to that, I was about to say, when you were saying like relation, relationship, it's because every, everybody will come face to face with God, but will mm. he say, do I, that, I don't, I don't, will yeah. he say, I don't know you? Or will he say, and my servant, well, 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 well done, good and faithful yeah, servant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's that's right. And I I want we want to emphasize too because like also JP like mentions this. So this is the most important thing is that Christianity ex- is is very exclusive, but it is the most inclusive yeah. out of all religions. Mm-hmm. So um, he even says other religions does not guarantee us salvation or deliverance from the wrath of God, but Christianity is the only way. Mm-hmm. And the most loving thing we can do as Christians is to tell people about it. Yep. So. Good. Yeah, that's good. JP that's man. Good, man, shout out JP, shout out JP, becoming something podcast. For real, bro. <laughs> bro, hit us up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> put us in the put. Have us uh, have us as guests. Yeah, never know. Kind of crazy. That's fine. Dude. Um, what's the next? So one? yeah, moving moving on. Unless you had, did you? Uh, yeah, you already talked about anything else? You already talked about, bro. Yeah, I'm dude. like, dude, in the I, moment, I, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Like every once in a while, my brain just like hits some just. <laughs> Bro, I mean, yeah, but then while you're at passion, you know, you can pretend like you're praying, but you're really taking a nap. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Friday hey, was rough at points. Dude, I was just like, oh, I was God. sitting there, and I definitely, <laughs> I definitely caught a couple of people that were like, they'd be like, oh yeah. I'm praying, and then like you like kind of see somebody so, bump into them, and they would not move, bro. Yeah. Like they were just, on the side of the on the side of their chair, bro. I slept on the floor. We had that little break, bro. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. I was sitting. <laughs> Bree was sitting in the chair. Oh, I, I leaned across, like I leaned like on her on her knee. Hmm. She started like scratching my head, I was like, bro. I'm out, and then like and you scratch my head, I'm out in like two minutes, bro. <laughs> oh, dog. So she starts scratching my head, bro. I'm out. I look over to the side. Addison's out. She's laid out in three different chairs, though. <laughs> and then Michael is just completely pancaked out on the floor. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those, like, bruh. It was fun, but it was exhausting. It was exhausting. It was, yeah. it was fun. Uh, so moving forward, uh, Levi, let's go. Wait, um, Joe, Joe, are you going to say something else? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. No, you're good? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already okay. talked about JP, right? Yes, sir. Okay, that's what okay. I was asking. Okay. Um, so, Levi, let's go. Levi, LL. He's not talking about potatoes oh, this He year. didn't talk about potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, man, his way of, of preaching and teaching the word <laughs> is it's very interesting. Very, um, yeah. It's it's something that's not, um, I for me, outside of Pastor Curtis' house over here at Harvest, mm. like I see that with him, but I don't see it with a lot of other preachers. Mm. He gives a lot of contextual or a lot of context, um, contextual information, sorry, there's a word I was looking for, um, to the times of what he's trying to get across. Uh, we do that here in a, rede- a Redeemer, so. Oh, shout out Redeemer. Um, <laughs> but Anyways, yeah. you know, what was really, really cool is that 
he had talked about what did he talk? He talked talk about government stuff, and then yeah, he said, bro, I can't remember the exact analogy he was talking about, bro. But he was talking about the Juneteenth and how like oh you know, yes, and how yeah. uh, Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation yes, Proc- yes. Proclamation, and now how that what was a day of sorrow is now a symbol Tough of freedom. freedom. Amen. And that right there. His title of his sermon was "This Too Shall Last." Yeah, I mean, "This Too Shall Pass," but with a pass like scribbled out. Yes, he said. He said. He said, "You fill in the blank," and then scribbled out and put "last." Mm. And that was very interesting. The way he went down it, and he started talking about the idea of uh, suffering Mm. um, and glory. Yeah. And I'm gonna ask you guys first. You know, what is your guys' take on on suffering? Before we dive into what it's we're it's kind of like a about. different episode, a podcast. It's probably a different episode, but for no, now, no. we're talking about passion. Okay, uh, tell me, uh, tell us the question again. So, um, what is your guys' take on suffering and glory? Suffering and glory. I would say, you'll never know the weight of the glory without suffering. Mm-hmm. I would say, because um, you know, like, um, like just like how you can never know how dark life is until. Oh well, yeah. You'll never know how, oh, okay, I'm sorry. You will never know the value of light until you experience a little bit of darkness. Yeah. So I would say maybe like that, I would say like, um, like sufferings and like suffering and glory is always connected. We can't yeah. separate the two. I think Lee Valesco talked about that. Um, mm-hmm. he, he says that, um, that suffering and glory is inseparable. This is one of the pinnacles of our faith, yep. you know, cause like if for some of the listeners that don't know, like Christianity is built upon the suffering of men. Mm-hmm. Not just man, but like one man, Jesus, you know, and, and glory is attached to that. And yeah, but though we are not in glory yet, you know, yeah. um, but I think listening to Levi talk about his, his child, mm-hmm. you know, and how he lost her, mm-hmm. especially in approaching Christmas. Yeah. That God. is, that's yeah, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a very powerful testimony yeah. at the time. That's a very, I would say intense way of suffering. I could never. Maybe not yet, but I could never fathom the pain that he goes yeah. through. Um, but he says, like, you know, instead of looking backwards, he looks forward. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying that, you know, like in the future, he's going to be with his child. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing worth comparing to that. Yep. You know, especially Jesus. But he's yeah. very powerful. Yeah. Joe. Man, just on, man, that's powerful. Um, these, just that one suffering glory, man, just that, uh, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, what I, like first thing that comes to my mind is just being, uh, being, we, we don't talk about it too often, but I'm being a living sacrifice, Yeah, you know? And, uh, and Paul, I mean, is this always great example? I mean, he went through just, you know, I don't think we'll ever be stoned in our life, but he did, you know, dude, yeah. it's like, I mean, it's just, it's it's just it's just crazy. Emphasize um, stone. Don't say stone like without giving context because uh, some people are like that's gonna mean different. <laughs> it's like depending on the day and age you're living here. It's like like yeah. different um, kind of stone. Different kind of stone. It was stoning. Not a, stoning. stoning it's yeah. not a fun 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 time. <laughs> yeah. Oh anyway, move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, but you know, um, but he. Um, you know, just the, you know, suffering that Paul went through, but, um, but you know, he, he counted, but Paul counted all joy, joy, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I mean, cause he saw, cause like it was, again, is that, that looking ahead towards that glory, yeah. you know? And it's, and I think it's God, he's always trying to, he'll, he will, he'll, he will never show us, show us the physical side of heaven on this side, but he will, 
it's like it's something it's just it's that thing you know that's that's there you don't know when but yeah. if we don't if we don't know when it gives you that much joy in in that that suffering it's like mm. if, man if, if if i only have to go through this temporary time this mm. temporary suffering how much more greater is that amen glory, amen you know so yeah one of my mentors t- tells me like sufferings suffering is a is a is a is meant to be a sign that you are not home mm. dang you know? yeah it's a wow. It should be, it, sh- it should, ha- it should drive you and compel you to look forward. Cause again, like, you know, we're, we're not comfortable here, yep. right? Cause like one of the biggest things that the devil can do is to make you feel comfortable here. Mm. So you can settle here and then not look forward to that hope. So, yeah. Michael? Yep. Uh, really, man, I just liked the idea that he brought in is, you know, I talked about Romans mm. and he talked about how Romans chapter eight is the Himalayas of the Bible. Oh yeah. Um, but Going back to the question, I kind of skipped the question. My bad. I asked the question, didn't answer the question. Um, the idea of suffering and then glory. Um, I think what's really awesome about that, you hear the you hear the joke, oh pain and gain. Like no, it's <laughs> no, like pain and gain. Like oh, we're in a jam. Like no, oh, pain, pain and good gains. You know, like whatever. <laughs> like it actually is really spiritual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, through Christ's pain and through our pain as well. Yeah you're gaining eternity through Christ's pain. You're gaining eternity Mm -hmm. and through the sufferings that we're in right now. I mean, the earth is crying out. Mm -hmm. You can see it everywhere. Creation is groaning. And it is one of those things of like this one is, this too shall pass. Like we're talking about with Levi or we are still talking about Levi. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Not that we moved on. Sorry. (laughs) But being able to hear that and just being able to talk about how like, you know what, you are going to suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And you are going to go through hard times. But, you know, Joe, we talked about on the ride back, you and I, while Mark was snoring in the back. Oh um, <laughs> Let it go. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, but we talked about it, Joe, and how, like, you know, with the whole exam stuff. Oh, yeah. And how, like, yeah, it was kind of a punch in the gut, but it hurt, but I'm still finding joy. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, Joe, I see that in you. Like, no matter what happens with all that, there's still joy in the morning. Oh, dude. And, there's glory that's going to come out of it at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. so that for me, was what really spoke out of that question. Being able to ask you guys that is it the difference between, or why is suffering and glory important? Mm-hmm. So, you know, moving on to why that we kind of talked about that importance mm-hmm. of Levi Lesko's message. Um, is there anything else you want to add to that? No, no, man. I think just to echo like what Mark said, just that the, his testimony was just, just in, in crazy. Every, I think everybody, as soon as you can, like look up, look him up, and what he's got, what he's gone through, and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's just just super powerful. He's thing. a very intellectual. I think he's a very intellectual yeah. preaching. Preaching mm-hmm. um, yeah. gives you context of the times. It kind of gives you more of a government view, like what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. and then he leads perfectly, perfectly into all yeah. of his sermons. That's yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. good. Is it, wasn't there a verse where, like, I think it was Paul who was saying, like, you know. Um, the sufferings are not in vain because, you know, we get to share in the sufferings of Christ. Yeah. If we do get to share in the sufferings of Christ, we also get to share in his glory. And I think that's something that, you know, for Christians should look forward to, mm. you know, like sufferings is going to be normal in a Christian life, but it's not going to be in vain. Oh, yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't let trauma be your template. I think that's what Levi was that? saying. Is that Levi? Yeah. I think it was Le- Levi. Um, yep. But be, rather uh, be, have the word of God as your template. It's not your trauma. Yeah, it's good. It's good, man. So, Earl McLean. Who's next? Earl. I don't have Earl's. 
I have. Earl's. Oh, it's right here. Okay, is Earl? Is Earl? Or Earl? Yeah, Earl Mc. We're gonna call it M E M. You know yeah, what? There you go. Yeah. E-M. We'll keep with the initials thing. Um yeah. Earl was great. Uh, he he's a I loved how he talked about his wife. That was awesome. <laughs> Just sexy, hot, my sexy hot dark chocolate or something like that. And I was like, bro, let's freaking go. That's how I'm gonna talk about my wife in the future, bro. Like for real. If I'm ever a pastor, I'm going up there and I'm saying it, bro. Be like, yep. Yep, yep, I'm going to do that. That's how I, I want to have that fire for yeah. her uh-huh. on the stage but and also at home as well. Yeah, you know, hype like, your wife up, bro. I'm going to hype her up, bro. That's good, man. Shut up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, moving on. Okay. <laughs> All right, going to talk about you, yeah. <laughs> Um. So, Earl. He said he opened up with Isaiah 36 verses mm-hmm. 1 through 11. Mm-hmm. Is that what you have done? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but he really talked about how we're not to bargain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's yeah. no deal. There's no bargain with the, with the enemy. <laughs> and well, I loved it. I loved yeah. There's a, probably a clip somewhere of him saying it, or not saying it, but saying it and how no deal, devil, no, no deal, yeah. no deal, no mm-hmm. deal. And that was just powerful to watch. Mm, it is. I got to see a man just proclaim it over our generation, mm-hmm. which was really, really encouraging. Um, but in Isaiah, it talks about how come now and make a bargain with my master. Mm. And um, it's really kind of be like, all right, you just go talk to God. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Think about it. Like yeah. you're going to get stumped. Mm-hmm. The enemy has even, he's afraid of the Lord. Yeah. Like think about it. Like, I mean, he thinks he can throw you a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can he can get you to believe that lie, mm-hmm. but we're sheep of the greatest shepherd of yeah. all time, and that's like saying, "Oh, man, I can't, I can't talk to me and talk about it." But <laughs> a no deal with the enemy—that's mm-hmm. just what was really, really big for me. I'm glad he that's... he added um, the Jesus being tempted in the mm-hmm. wilderness. Oh yeah, you know, and he kind of like expressed the idea that you know. God knows, Jesus knows the weight of, you know, the weight of temptation and mm-hmm. he knows that, you know, how difficult it is yeah. to fight the bargain. But yeah, he didn't sin. Rather, he fought with the word of God. Mm-hmm. It know. is written. It, it is, is written. written. It is written. Amen. But yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, the, it's just like the whole, because I didn't have a, a huge amount of notes just because I was just listening. I was just like, oh. <laughs> you know. Dude, it was awesome. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I had a look. I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't write any notes. But, uh, but, um, but yeah, and just something that to remember. It's like you know, like if the devil offers you a deal, don't expect that it's gonna it's gonna turn out good. You know, he never. You know, there's a there's a there's a song where it's like it's it's called I think the devil doesn't bargain. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he only meant you harm. Mm-hmm. He's never there for your good, and he's never there for for you to flourish. Yeah. He wants to see you be in destruction. He wants you to be in rooms and in chaos. So whenever the devil offers you something, say no, no deal. No, no, no deal. deal, man. But man, yeah. he said it with authority, man. It's like, yeah. no <gasps> deal, devil. No yeah. deal. Passionate, bro. The power, awesome. he, he, he said, like, it's, it's so important that men like that speak mm-hmm. those words because it yeah. just, it really... I don't, I don't know, man. It's just like, and and again, to his testimony too, what happened with his son, you know, man, you know, and, and it's, uh, his son was in the car accident and, uh, a lot of these things, his pastors just like day, like day of sort of thing, you know, when he lost, like when he lost a daughter, just like no notice. Yeah. It's just, it's terrible. And, but it's, uh, 
Um, God, you guys are just such a good examples on how like just using using the word of God and fo- following God and not letting yeah. you know the devil not swaying either. Oh, oh dude, oh, no, yeah. which is really really cool yeah. to watch. Yeah, it's fact. Oh, Joe, do you have anything? Man, no, I think that's no, just that. Uh, yeah, no, just that he spoke with just power and authority, mm-hmm. and he just and and it's I think it's that repetitioning like we talked about oh, holy yeah. holy holy mm. and like and just no no deal and no there deal. there's a there's there's stuff that you write. And on your heart and on your mind, that devil he he'll, he attacks both in different different ways. Yeah, you know. But it's uh, it's when we all have to make that covenant covenant with Christ. You know, it's like no, like, I'm I'm with you. I'm not yep. with him. Yep. Yeah. But, Shoot, man. Well, mm-hmm. let's go to Louis. Louis. Louis G. Oh God. Louis okay. G. So the, the cross. <laughs> by the oh, way. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. Eighty yeah. foot cross in the middle Dude. of the stadium. Which, by the way, is it's an inflatable thing. Yeah. I didn't know. It did not was, look inflatable. Yeah, it did not. It looked like I was like, man, marble how did they get something? up there? Yeah. I was like, yeah, it looks marble. I was yeah, like, man. it was cool. We were watching, and my mom and I, mean, I was out on the chair, but I kind of looked up. I was like, oh, that's cool. and it was like a giant 80 foot cross and it was encouraging to see but it was so symbolic symbolic. because like you hear the term oh go laid at the foot of the cross Mm. but sometimes you don't realize how big that cross is Mm. and man it's because the point is like I'm sorry no go ahead bro because the point is like you know like he he said he always keeps repeating like you know the cross dwarfs Dwarfs yes. this, it dwarfs, yeah, it dwarfs your legs. addiction, it dwarfs your sin, yeah. it dwarfs your your um insecurities, and yeah. dwarf, I mean, it dwarfs all of it, man. Yeah. It was it, it literally it made you feel tiny while you're out there. <laughs> it, it was awesome. It was awesome. It, it looked like it looked like it was something like CGI, CGI, CGI. like you know, it, just, yeah. it didn't. I didn't think it was real. I was like, what yeah. The, crud? the photos were awesome that oh. you could get while you're there too. You mm-hmm. could just man. If I was on the creative team, man, I'd be having a heyday while I was out there, man. Yeah. It, it was freaking dope, dude. I could just see them, man. They they have a great shout out creative team for real. Yeah. Um, and the production team, man, it was just amazing. Yeah. But being able to just see them and how they get to serve as well was really encouraging. Mm-hmm. How they're just running around, man, you know, and yeah. getting the the sweet little moments. Yeah. And so, yeah. So Louis, he talked about. Uh, Presuppositions. Presuppositions. I, can't, I can't say it right while he was there. Presuppositions. Presuppositions. Uh, and that's the framework by which you choose what you know. Is that what he said? Or what you, I missed it. I mean, what you well, presuppositions. I don't know. I that's mean, the definition that he had given. I just don't remember the last wording okay. of it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what the definition he gave, but like basically the, uh, what presupposition is, is like what, what is something that you have already, like it's, it's a default that is in your mind. Mm. Oh, wow. That is a presupposition. Okay. So what's the default in your mind? Like in my mind? No. And talking about like, and that's what I'm saying it was. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, the gospel, he talked about how the gospel speaks to our presuppositions. Yes. And, it was really, really cool. He gave a really cool analogy hmm. or visual as well, other than the cross, which that's where he moved in towards the end of his, his word. Um, at the very beginning, he talked about uh, a long jump mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, it was like 29 at the time. Yeah. Um, was 29 foot, like in an inch or something like that. Right. It's crazy. Long jump. I and mean, he walked it mm-hmm. and he yeah, laid out he, tape. And then yeah. I was like, bro, He's like, a human is traveling in the air right now as he's walking. Um, <laughs> and he's like, bro, I can't do this. And so, yeah. but at one point he laid down at the beginning of the jump. Mm. He laid down and he said, he said this was us. Yeah. Spiritually and dead. This is a spiritually dead at the beginning of it. And then at the other end was just the cross. Yeah. And um, a full life of eternity was what he was referring mm. to. 
Um, and he talked about, he also gave the analogy, do you believe like there's some, you know, athletes in here, oh, I can do that light work, right? And he's like, let me stretch right quick, whatever. <laughs> and then he was like, all right, can you jump from here to Cleveland? <laughs> and he'd be like, no, that's ridiculous. Mm, no, that, yeah. I can't do that. And he's like, what God can give you can get you to do that and beyond. And he talked about how, like, he literally laid there like he was dead. And he was like, bro, like, I'm yeah. not going to jump. You mm -hmm. can't jump if you're dead. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that, now, you can't jump if you're dead mm -hmm. just had some power yeah, to it, man. It like, think about it. You were dead in your sin. You were stuck. You think you can go across a mountain right now? Mm -hmm. You think you could go jump 29 feet? Can you jump five feet? No, you're mm -hmm. dead. Exactly. Like, you can't move. Yeah. But God. Yeah. Mm. But go. God came in. And got you from point A to yeah, point B. Made you alive in Christ. He used the Ephesians too. Mm -hmm. So it's beautiful, man. And I think he also emphasized that, you know, uh, we are children of wrath, you know, because of God's holiness. But um, God's response to our sin was kindness. Um, but yeah, he was just like showing us like, you know, like what Michael was saying. He lay, he so he he put a tape. And he was just lying down there. So like, I could not move, you know, um, for some people like, yeah, I can do that. But like the, just, he just gives you the gravity mm -hmm. of like, well, you can't jump from here to Cleveland. That's yeah. why you are with the law. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think that you can jump from commandment one to commandment 10, yeah. dude, you're wrong. You cannot even get past commandment one, yeah. you know, <laughs> so it's like, because you have idols every day, yes. you know, but, um, but yeah, it just like gives you like a lot of perspective. Like, man, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, and you know? I think that what was really cool is he talked about not I, not I, but, but Christ. Christ. Mm. Yeah. Oh. oh man, that was really really encouraging to hear. Yeah. Jojo, man, dude, I think uh, it's man, it's funny. It's like as y'all are talking, it's like I have there's other stuff like I'm, I'm thinking on the med. Like he 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 laid out a lot of good framework for that. And because at first, like when I when I like when I had saw the cross, like oh this is gonna be your typical salvation message or like what whatever and stuff like that. You know you know at it, like the type like you know, like like oh, I've heard heard this before that sort of thing. And so but like you know he he was laying out that stuff of you know be, being dead. Yeah. You know and, that, and that's the truth of like that's and it's and I think there there are those. It's like if you are if you are not saved you are you are dead in christ but you can't be saved by jesus mm -hmm. and there are those unbelievers where and he talked about this a lot of like uh the shame and the guilt mm -hmm. you know and yeah. it's like and that that living in that like it's because it's you know you're you uh because you can you know you can choose to you know start li living in sin you know do, doing those things again and uh having that shame and that, that guilt it's like and that puts you dead in your tracks mm -hmm. you know because then it's like you stop from following jesus now you're trying to follow that when you follow that then then you're dead and you can't you can't make that jump mm -hmm. um and it i don't know and it just i think it gave me a lot of it gave me a lot of sympathy for, for non-believers, you know, and like people who haven't heard anything in the gospel. Cause uh, what there's that quote by uh, Albert Einstein. He's like in, in reference to like, uh, like teaching, teaching others, stuff like that. It's like, if you try to, if you try to, uh, if you judge a, um, like a fish on its ability to, uh, to climb a tree, it'll, it'll never, uh, accomplish anything mm -hmm. or something like that, mm -hmm. you know? And it was just, you know, it's like, obviously it's like more made for that. Well, if somebody's dead, there's no way in heck they can ever ac accomplish like anything because yeah, yeah. they haven't been made alive yet. And so it's just like in, in moments when I've been judgmental towards others or stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. it just, I don't know, it puts it, it puts it in perspective and it, it makes, and I think it, it makes it, I think it motivates all of us, mm -hmm. you know, in preaching the gospel and exactly. increasing the kingdom. And so, yeah. but, and that altar call at the ending was just yeah, it was powerful. crazy. It's just another 80 foot cross, man. That was, oh, that's God. crazy. No, yeah. Cause like picture. he didn't even added, like he said, like, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to talk about the gospel. But before we talk about mm -hmm. the gospel, let's talk about what's the bad news. 
Mm-hmm. You know, because um, I think he said that, like, you know, without without the bad news, we don't know what the you know the weight of the good news is. Yeah, but that's it's pretty it's it's very vital for us that when we preach the gospel, the gospel, we should tell them about, hey, yeah, you were spiritually dead, but God's response to you being spiritually dead in your sin is kindness. Yes, you know? yes. right. God showed mercy towards you. He loved you that, that way. Grace. Yes. And that's, that's, that's the power of the gospel. Again, I'm going to quote Joshi here, like what you were saying earlier, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't expect spiritually dead people to do spiritual good people things. Mm-hmm. Right. He was saying, again, this is, this go back, this goes back to like our, our previous episode on the how to glorify God with Joshi. Mm-hmm. He says that um, if you're trying to do uh, a Zumba class in a graveyard, you'll feel lonely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because you're spiritually dead. You know, they're, they're, they're dead. They can't do jumping jacks there. But, um, but but the, the thing is like what we can offer to them is the gift of the gospel. You know, mm-hmm. we tell them about the good news of Jesus Christ. So, but yeah, I'm just going to add that to what you said yeah. about, you know. Shout out Joshy, dude. Yeah, shout out yeah. Joshy. <laughs> Love you, Joshy. Love you, Joshy. But yeah, man, um, do you guys have anything? Well, yeah, that too. He ever says, he, Louis Giggly ever says like the cross dwarfs um, the power of religion. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. demands and it's claims. The cross dwarfs guilt and shame. The cross dwarfs anxiety and worries. Yes. The cross dwarfs me and mine. Future plans. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That, that was big. That was, yeah. The what? The oh, cross future, dwarfs future uh, anxiety about my future. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. This I know that slapped some people. <laughs> I know I slapped Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, Imagine, like, because he was... showed, like, the, the whole cross references of, like, you know, like, oh, the prophecies. That was, I didn't know that many, like. Yeah. It's insane. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And then if you look at it, yeah. it's like, it looks like a rainbow, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And talk was... about, like, how, like, God's symbol for his covenant his promise is a yeah. rainbow and i'm just like mind blown when i was like Whoa. i mean from genesis to revelation it showed yes. all of the the bigger arcs where you're you're from obviously your longer times mm-hmm. and the gaps in between but your smaller ones man yeah i did boom 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 man it was it's awesome insane. it's crazy but yeah man that's what i have here that's all the notes yeah. that i have what do you guys have anything else i got christine kane no we haven't yeah. talked about her yet yeah. yes yeah. let me tell you man i i was i I'm always blown away by her. Um, uh-huh. Very first year, man, she just spoke power. Mm-hmm. And I know he's in powerful. That's powerful. That's powerful. I'm like, <laughs> no, bro. Like, like it was awesome. Yeah. All in wonder the entire time while she was speaking and just sit there and just be immersed in that moment. Um, and what led after that moment was even amazing, more amazing after that, the worship, mm-hmm. you know. But she had talked about how... Um, to really that God's not looking for the next, mm. the next, a lot of people were like, what's the next, what's the next big, you know, iPhone, what's the next big, uh, what, who's going to win the next Super Bowl? Who's next, 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 rather than what's new, mm. you know, like yeah. God doesn't, you know, you know, it was something that she, she had, she had said it, uh, he doesn't, I, we pray that we don't need to be delivered from it but rather be delivered through it yeah, and remind ourselves that the cross has set us free to go through that. Yeah. Um, it was, it was just, just plain powerful. She had had two wineskins mm. out there on the table, out there on the, the, um, stage, stage is the word. Sorry. <laughs> uh, had at them on the stage with us and talked about how we're empty vessels that have a new thing within us. Right. And yeah. how the old wineskins, 
we still need the old wineskins yeah. because they need to pour wisdom into us. Amen. They still have good things within them. And that ended up kicking off a conversation at the house and how Danil and JR were pouring into us and they had talked about how um, their ceilings are our floors. Mm-hmm. Like we are that next generation that will have the new wine within yeah. us, but we still need the wisdom of those before. So there's a rule that I think it was, it was either you or JR talked about one above one below. Is that you? And I was, it was JR. JR. Yeah. JR talked about one above one below somebody pouring in and you pouring out. And that was just super, super encouraging to hear it there, but also hear it, how it was inspired by Christine and what she was talking about. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah, man. It was a very, just, it was a deep, experience and it was an honor to be able to have all of you guys there with us um you know everybody that listed off earlier and ada bella and man bella man she speaks with some some power as well she's very 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 quiet if you don't know her um but when she speaks man it's very very just the word I, I have for her is just meek. She's very mm. meek. She speaks softly, but carries a big stick, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's how I see her. Uh, and she spoke into our group. She's been texting our group chat these past couple of days. And it's just been amazing to hear her speak and have a voice. Mm. And as she's going into this new chapter of life, yes. like, it's exciting. I'm excited for her. And, and Nay, you know, she's a conqueror, mm-hmm. you know? And Joe, you're obedient. And Mark, you're faithful. The word, you know, Michael Quintana, not me. Um, <laughs> he's trusting yeah. and he trusts and, and what the Lord has told him and he owns it and he says it with yeah. authority. Um, and then, you know, Addison, <laughs> she's like my little sister. Shout <laughs> out Stanley Gang. Um, <laughs> but like Addison being an encourager, being a light, um, that's the thing that brings people in. Yeah. That breaks down that wall and, I'm just proud to even know her and have her in my life. And so, man, let me tell you, it was a, it was a I could talk about passion for hours upon hours upon yeah, hours, but yeah. probably need to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, shoot, man. I'd love for us to pray it out yeah. and get kicking to uh, 2024. 2024. Dude. It's crazy. Dude, we're a couple days in, man. We've done a lot. <laughs> I know. Dude, it's, it's crazy, man. It's a, it's a good way to kick off the year, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the, it really, yeah. I think it that's fills a, you up, man. Mm-hmm. But it's also time to go pour it out. Yeah, Amen right. to that. Yeah. Amen to that. Shoot. Man. All right. Hey. Who wants to praise out? Um, Joe, do you want to? Yeah. Joe, Joe. Yeah. Um, man, I'll just... Uh, Man, if y'all just want to join me in prayer real quick. Um, Heavenly Father, um, we just we just come for you humbly today, Father. Um, we just thank you, God, that, again, that we'd be able to have uh, the opportunity to go to something like this. Um, most most believers uh, in the world just don't have a chance to do something like this or lonely, God. Um, we just, we pray just for, you know, in, in light of what the point of this conference was, was to uh, for everybody just to be to be sent out to preach your gospel to do what you've told us to do father um i just pray that you know not just everybody in the conference but anybody listening and, and every all, all christians uh you know just that we uh in this new year god that we continue to be obedient god and continue to go go into and, and preach your gospel father um just thank you for my brothers god in christ and um, that we all connected here and uh, with our group and um just everybody that was touched at conference father and you're letting me pray. Amen. 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 Shoot, right. man. 
Well, if you haven't uh, been to Passion, go to Passion. Yes. Go to Passion. <laughs> yes. Next year. Four which, tickets sell out for next year. Yeah. Which, by the way, they haven't announced yet. <laughs> haven't announced yet. So <laughs> we're gonna once we once they announce them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely just go. Just, just go. go. <laughs> like if you're a college, you just go. Like it's an experience like no other. So yeah, like the videos don't don't do it justice. No. Like it it doesn't. But you gotta be there. You Shoot, gotta be man. There. Well, <laughs> thank you guys. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, thank you God. Shout out, God. Michael, uh, close us out, brother. And <laughs> later. <laughs> <laughs>